It's Tuesday morning. It's eight o'clock. So there's really only one place to be if you got a job. Uh, or if you haven't got a job, there's one place you can be. <laughs> and that's watching, watching trash talk. Hey, in all fairness, there's multiple places and platforms. So if you don't want to look at our beautiful faces this morning, shame on you. But if you do want to hear our voices, you can check us out on Anchor and Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of that. We're, we're, we're everywhere. True. I, I never I never really knew what a platform was until we started doing all, all these podcasts. And because <laughs> people would say, well, what platform are you on? Uh, platform. Hmm. <laughs> the last platform I remember was at the train station for the, the IC in Chicago. You know, you'd go wait on the platform for the train. Right. Get on the brown line. <laughs> right. Yes. The brown line, the red line, the green line, right. and, and all that kind of stuff. But that, that's a whole nother story. You know what? Over your shoulder is a sign. And it is probably the most visible sign out on, on the roadways today. You, it, used, it used to be the donut shop signs, you know, and the nail <laughs> salons and all that. But there are probably more help wanted signs help everywhere. Wanted. Yeah. You know, I wish I was in the help wanted sign business. I could make, it a, make a killing. It's it a, is such a strange thing. Like, you know, we went from the start of the pandemic to where everything just, ugh, and we already talked about that. Here we are about to be two years out two years right since the launch of, of the pandemic and we are in such a situation around the world but we can only speak for our country and really right here there's nobody there's there's almost every business oh i have not i'm not saying they're not out there but almost every business has some suffering of short staff short supplies they're shortening their hours because they don't have enough people to work it is blowing my mind. And the excuse used to be, well, everybody's on unemployment, collecting the extra employment. That ship sailed a long time ago, people. I don't right. think people realize what's going on. It's, it's huge. Well, the part of the puzzle was that when people lost their jobs because of the pandemic and places were, were closed or they were furloughed, uh, whatever it was, people applied for unemployment compensation and sure. they got it. And they realized that going back to work, that they were making almost enough to, to live on by collecting unemployment. They were making more, trust me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so why bother going back, back to work? I get it. I get uh, that. You know, and that added to that, was now the businesses that were closed were now opening, but they weren't going to open a 12-hour day like they used to be. They were opening with shorter hours, and some of them, vicious cycle, they couldn't get enough people to work in order to go back to the old schedules. And, and certainly one of them that is, is still evident right now is the short hours uh, in the, in the drive-through uh, food places. Uh, when, when you used to go by and pick up sandwiches for lunch, uh, at eight o'clock in the morning, uh, and you can't do that anymore, that some of the, some of the fast food restaurants are only open like nine to five. 
Well, people are already at work at nine and they don't leave until five and they want to pick up some sandwiches on the way home and you're closed because you don't have the staff or you don't have the product. And the drive-through is the only place it's open because the dining room is still closed because they don't have enough staff. I mean, it's, it's getting to be almost a pandemic of its own. Well, and it is. And, and, and the thing is, yes, during that unemployment situation, that was a part of the problem. And then some of those people said, because those hours were kind of coming back, those employers were only hiring X amount of people. So some of the other people said, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm going to go here in this industry. I get that. Right. That, but that's over. Now we have a situation where the unemployment's dried up. You're not getting any more stimmies. The stimulus is done. Okay. Now you've got these places that are trying to go full swing, but there's no staff. Not every single person has left those industries. The reason that these people, the real reason, and I think this is what employers and this country and people need to realize, because I'm speaking from one of them. I mean, I'm out of the I'm out of the service industry, bar and restaurant industry because of the pandemic, and I'll never go back. And that's a whole different story. But um, what people need to realize is the reason that these people aren't going to—I hate to say fast food, but let's just say it—fast food places, Walmart, Kroger's, Target, all this—is because during the pandemic they were essential. They worked during the pandemic, not collecting that unemployment because McDonald's is essential, allegedly, not, not collecting, not getting the extra money. And then when the pandemic was, quote unquote, I don't know, not over, but wherever we are right now, these people got their hours cut, their, their salaries cut, their bonuses cut, and they're not essential anymore. So these people are like, wait a minute, I just worked my butt off while you guys sat on your butts. Right. And now I got to put up with crappy customers, crappy pay, work holidays and not get holiday pay just to give you a burger. I'm leaving. And they're leaving in the droves. That's what's happening. But the other part of the puzzle that 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 is kind of mind boggling to me was even during the pandemic, there was this talk about minimum wage going up. Uh, and they wanted to mandate it. They want to make sure that all these people that were earning seven and eight dollars an hour, they wanted to raise it to fifteen dollars an hour. Okay, there's a couple of issues there. Yes, I can understand giving people fifteen dollars an hour in order for them to earn a a reasonable living wage. But if I'm an employer, I say, look, if I've got to go to fifteen dollars an hour, number one, I'm only going to have part time staff. Because I just I can't afford to have a full time staff of maybe eight people at fifteen dollars an hour. I'm going to have to have a full time staff of four people, and now they've got more responsibility because I got to keep my payroll at sure. at that same level. Well, I thought that man, if they were going to start paying that, then there would be people flocking for these jobs. There's even even the help wanted signs at a lot of these restaurants and everything help wanted starting pay 1350 an hour, no experience or $15 and all plus benefits and all. And yet they are still operating on a shoestring. Well, because, so the thing is, no, I agree with you on the 15. Um, I, you, you, there's a lot to think about with that. And I'm not saying that I'm a big supporter of that either. Um, 
but there's a lot of things is the restaurants now are taking it into their own going, we've got to do something different to bring people back, which is what the employer should have done to begin with. And you wouldn't have lost these people. Yeah. But what happened is they got greedy and they started taking away. Well, we're hurting because the pandemic. Well, prices rose. Well, my costs rose. So let me take it out on the guy who's been working with you 45, 50 hours a week for two years. Let me take it away from you because it's, it's their fault. Right. So now they're going, oh, we screwed up. We better increase our rate. And now these, uh, these employees are like, I'm not coming back to you because I saw what you did to me. And the reality is like, I got to be honest with you. I, I, you know, I work for all kinds of different people. And the mentality of the owners and managers that are like, do, 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 because I gave you a job. That's their mentality. I got a guy I know who worked on Thanksgiving. Okay. No extra pay. There's the first year they were open on Thanksgiving. No holiday pay, no holiday bonus, not even a pat on the back. Right. Used to be used to be time and a half for, for weekends or, or holidays right. or double time for holidays and all that went out the window. They don't even have to do it. And they're, they're just expected to do it because they took the job. But when this guy got hired, they were closed on those days. And he's there away from his family on Thanksgiving at a, at a job that's mediocre that he has to keep. I mean, I, I gotta, I, I don't, you know what? I'm, I mean, I'm gonna probably get in trouble for this. I don't feel bad for the employers anymore. I got no love for them because they haven't given love to the employees. Most of them, not all of them. You know, and that's part of the problem too is, 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 they're going to forsake their business because a they ain't going to take a pay cut. No, uh, they want to keep their their salary and Benny's going uh, and all. And and it, to me, it seems if I was was still in business, if I was in middle management, I think I would be worried because to me, that's that's the area that's going to have to get get cut back severely in order to allow the big bosses to continue in the lifestyle they're used to, but also to be able to provide compensation for the people that are going to run their businesses. Well, you're right. And, and look, I know there's a, there's a percentage of people out there that are like, give me, give me, give me. And they don't want to work. We know there's a lot of crappy employees out there. I, 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 I work with some, okay. I get it. Um, but what about the people that have been loyal that have been busting their butt? And are not getting even a pat on the back. Like they don't even thank you anymore. They don't like, they just expect it. And I'm like, so there's that mentality of, okay, I'm going to work eight hours. I'm going to do my job and I'm out. That's all you're getting from me. Because why should they go above and beyond when they are literally killing themselves for nothing? It, the average cost, okay. In, in the United States, you need to make an average of $65,000 a year to survive, to, to make it. Just that's an average. Right. You're, yeah. I can tell you right now that ain't happening for half the people out there. Which in my day was a fortune. Right? Yeah. I, I just, and I know things change. And like we said, there's the cost is going through the roof. Cost of living has gone through the roof. Employers, though, are pitching pennies because they took a hit. But they're looking at their staff like, oh, well, you're still here. Go do this. The, the, the word pro productivity seems to have just almost vanished 
it's it, you know in 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 management it's all about productivity now mm -hmm. if you can get an employee that that is willing to work for that $15 an hour that's going to give you 100% uh, all well and good you try and find as many of those as you can but it's just like i need to get a body in yes. that window yeah taking orders and filling the orders. And if they screw up on the orders, yep. doesn't matter, or I'll get rid of them and I'll get another newbie in. That's in it. Time you're losing the customers that you have, because if they're not getting a reasonable amount of, 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 you know, uh, uh, satisfaction from, from what you're giving them, they're going to leave. And this isn't just mom and pa shops. No, you're right. It, th no, these, these are, these are the big, the big boys. The, you the got chain. Walmart. You got Walmart who isn't even open 24 hours anymore. Yeah. And they, they, they say it's because of, of staff, but they've realized I don't have to be open 24 hours. If you guys order this online, I can still be make a billion dollar profit like they did during the pandemic. Right. And I'm, I'm not going to open and we'll just shrink it down. And sorry, you're still going to come anyways. Well, you know, in the, in the days of if you needed help, there was somebody in the, in the department to help you. Uh, that's vanished too. It, 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 it went from, from that in everything from like Sears and, and uh, Ace Hardware and all of those where people were there to help you to just find what you want and take it to a checkout counter. Now, they've even, even cut back on the number of checkout counters that there are in the stores. And you take it to the front and you either self-check out because they can't afford to pay somebody to to be a cashier. So they want to just automate it and they'll hire one person to oversee eight checkout uh, 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 areas. It's putting more and more people out of work and it's a spiral. It, it, it because is. of that, more and more businesses are going out of, 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 of business. Look, we got into this thing over the last 10 or 15 years where like the number one growth chains were the dollar stores. Uh, and all, uh, uh, there's a whole bunch of different names, but, but I'm just using the word dollar stores. They were opening up at an incredible rate in all small, especially small and medium-sized towns. They always had a dollar store, a dollar general or something like that. Now, all of a sudden across the country, those are starting to, to, to close. And you read where Dollar General is closing, uh, you know, 800 stores nationwide. Why? They can't even get, get people in to, to be cashiers at, at stores like that. To keep their prices at a dollar in that one to five dollar range, too. Uh, and they've managed to do that for years. But now it's like, OK, cost is going up even on that stuff. Now I got to pay my staff more, but I can't. Look, CBS just announced less than a month ago that they're closing 900 stores starting this month. 900. And CVS's mantra when they came in was crush the little guy put them uh, a CVS on every corner. Now you're closing 900 stores. Right. And they, and they would, you would always see, and you still to this day will usually find a CVS across the street from a Walgreens because they always had to have a presence near each other, like Burger King and, and, and McDonald's always what, were vying for the same corners. Look what happened to Burger King. Yep. The same thing happened. Walgreens will be next. Why? Number one, it's too expensive to get out there. 
Number two, they built up too fast. Number three, people, the pharmacy option online is getting better and better daily. So people are not going to brick and mortar Walgreens to pay $12. That's right. Because you can get it and maybe for a couple of bucks, it'll be mailed directly to you. You don't have to worry about going into the store or sitting in, in, in a line. Uh, I think we have a real problem though. I think we have a real problem with our workforce and I don't, I think there's a lot of people that are way smarter than me and in those positions to do something about it that are just walking around blinded because they haven't had to work in years. Meanwhile, your voting base and the rest of us are out here going, dude, like we're, we are getting choked in play. And that's why you see like, some guy you got a lobotomy behind the counter just drooling trying to ring you up because they they can't find anybody so they're putting the, you know next thing you know you're going to see luke behind the counter they're just like you know let's just let him do it because that's what's out there because everybody with half a brain is like i'm done working for pennies i'm going to go figure it out i'm going to get creative i'm gonna figure it out well you know going back 20 20 30 years or so CVS was was it wasn't in, in its infancy but it was a rapidly growing chain and what they were doing was going into major markets and and the one I remember in in the Chicago area was Osco drugs okay. uh, you know little by little uh, uh Eckerd drugs down okay, in, yeah. in in Florida Osco drugs in the Midwest CVS was out just buying up all of those small competitors and then they they cornered the market. Now they're getting to the point where 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 they kept opening up there was always a CVS within a mile of each other and got- it was oversaturated and all and it was for the convenience of the people that lived within a mile of that that store. Now it's getting to the point where people are going to have to say, you know what? I don't, I'm going to have to drive five or 10 miles to get to the nearest CVS or, or Walgreens because they're closing them up. And who's going to go into those pieces of property? Nobody. It's going to sit. It, especially and, and, around and, and yet I, I know in North Texas, you drive down any major road and there is more and more and more and more construction of strip centers all going to end up with the same things it's going to end up with a pizza place and it. it's going to end up with a with a you know a dry cleaner or so it's going Crappy to end- stop and then they're going to have you know no and, and they're going to go out of business though the same look start it happened to starbucks and they mm-hmm. closed like 650 stores and they pulled out of a lot of malls then they re-upped and now we've got 17 starbucks in five feet of my apartment but the same it's going to start to happen again because these places are number one, super expensive to, to build and, and rent and all that. CBS, look, I hate to say it because I don't want to see people lose their job. I don't. Even if I don't like you, I don't want to see you lose your job. But karma's a B. When you come in and you wipe out the little boy, karma has a way. I was hoping that through this pandemic that it would have kind of nuked the industry. And we would have gotten back to realizing what customer service is about, what employees are about, and what, what businesses are about. And we would have seen some of the little guys come back and thrive. And unfortunately, I'm just seeing everybody get wiped out. Yeah. And, 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 and you brought up Starbucks. Now what Starbucks doing? They're closing their standalone stores. And now when you go into Tom Thumb 
or you go into Walmart or you go into some of the big stores, they're setting up their kiosks right there because they can make as much money in a smaller footprint with more foot traffic uh, and all instead of having to pay the the overhead costs of being in their in their own established location. It's it's too expensive. But I, I think the real key is that these companies and employers, big or small, need to take a hard look at their business and realize that you can't keep putting this on the staff, this extra job, this extra job, this extra day, and not give them anything. I mean, you've got people that are working 50, 60 hours a week, making okay money, okay money. Right, right. No benefits, no paid time off, no paid sick days. They take a vacation, they're out of paycheck. And the idea, I can hear people in the audience, well, they should get another job. Well, guess what? It ain't that easy, people. So stop. don't bash these people, you know? You know, we can offer up an option to that. And that is, you can call somebody like Irving Chung, who is a franchise specialist. And you know, franchising is getting to be more affordable. And for all those people that have said, you know, why am I knocking myself out 60 hours a week and all that? Maybe I can be my own boss. You know, right. you don't have to have two mil in order to open up a Chick-fil-A or a, or a McDonald's and everything. Some that's the franchise business, which is a spinoff of some of the other uh, businesses and everything, is becoming a little bit more more affordable, and uh, people are looking into it a little more seriously. If you think that maybe franchising might be a way for you to go in order to be your own boss, control your own destiny, you might want to contact our friend Irving Chung. So that's just an, an, another option in there. By the way, Chick-fil-A too, I got to say this, look, you know, for whatever, whatever anybody has their feelings against them or, or likes them or whatever, they take care of their staff really well. I just saw a, an ad for Chick-fil-A starting off at $17.50 to $25 an hour for now. You're going to work. Trust me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is, look, it's a well-oiled machine, um, but you're going to get your Sundays off. And you're going to get benefits. You're going to get holidays off. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I, at one point during the pandemic, I applied as a, they were looking for a manager at Chick-fil-A. I applied. I had three interviews. I didn't get the gig. That's okay. You know, maybe they don't like my face. Maybe they knew I couldn't be corporate enough. I don't know. But um, Chick-fil-A is a good company. So I will say this, guys, if you are looking, uh, I've seen it. They, it's a, it's a, It's a hard job to get, but it's worth it. And they will take care of you. Well, the key that you said was they're a well-oiled machine. They put together a program and that program works and yep. they, 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 they take care of everybody from the new hires to the middle management, to the upper management people. And when you've got a plan in place that works like that, it continues to work. And like you said, if somebody leaves for any reason, because they do get, they do get lots of high schoolers uh, sure. uh, and all sure. that work, and then they go on to college. Well, okay. they always need, they just go to the file and pull, go through the resumes that are there. Oh. It's not like, you know, you rarely ever see a help wanted sign at, at, you know, a place like a Chick-fil-A or any of the, the, the shops that really have a good plan in place. And that's why part, part of the, the problem is, I think it's, it falls on management. 
They just don't know what the hell they're doing anymore. And they don't care enough to to improve it. They just want to complain about how bad everything is. Well, you've got these managers and owners that get an idea and they've ran with it for three, four years. And then they're like, they don't change. They don't advance. They're like, gee, I don't know what happened. And they're just sitting there watching. They're sitting there drinking a cup of coffee while the building's on fire. You know, the, the, the thing too, I read an article about Taco Bell and there was a, a manager at Taco Bell and he's been, and I think he's more than just like a manager, but he was there for 20 years up until about a month ago. They cut his vacation pay. They cut his sick time and his benefits took a hit. And he's like, wait a minute, I've worked this entire pandemic. I've been here for 20 years. You cut my pay. You've cut this. I didn't, he didn't get unemployment. You know, he wasn't let go. Taco Bell was open the whole time, not yeah. inside, but you know, the drive-through. And now I'm dealing with customers that are yelling at me because we're out of stuff when I don't, I can't even order it. He put in his notice and he quit and he wrote an article and sent it in. I forgot the paper. Maybe I'll post it on one of our pages, sent it in and explained why he left. And I'm just sitting there like, you let a guy of 20 years just go. Oh, that Take was, the, that was their plan. Their, their plan was because if he retired after 20 years, then he would receive some kind of a pension. And they figure that if they could get him to leave or, or some somehow before that, that, that's that's a scheme that a lot of companies and corporations have used for, about it. for years. Cost them more money to hire a new person than it was to maintain him. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I tried to tweet the guy to talk to him, but he didn't answer. Because so. <laughs> he's, like, he's out looking for a job. <laughs> you want to be on my podcast? Let's talk. You know, there, uh, there you go. Yes. We you know, if anybody wants to join us on, on trash talk and all become, become a part of our empire and I'll <laughs> send, send in, send in your resume. Maybe, maybe we'll call. <laughs> maybe there's no benefits. There's no time off paid. There's that's no right. You can work as many hours as you want. You have free access to our microphones and headphones uh, and all you can even help pick the topics and you can come on the show and all. You ain't going to get squat for it, no. but you're more than welcome to apply. You can try. Okay. And then, and come back and we'll, we'll go through all the hundreds of resumes that we get next week. And we'll try and pick, pick the right person for the show. Absolutely. Don't be surprised if it's just the two of us that show up. Yeah. There's not a lot of people that, that, that we like. <laughs> <laughs> Get y'all next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>